Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 126, Grit versus Grace. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. You know how I love my alliteration. Well, I was listening to a podcast by Brad Jensen from Key Nutrition. I love his podcast. And I also love Jody Moore's podcast. And Jody Moore is who turned me on to Brad Jensen's podcast. And she said something in one of her episodes that just kind of struck me like, oh my goodness, that's what it's all about. It's like, it goes back to the Goldilocks parenting, how... We all have grit within us where we like to work hard, try hard. It's kind of ingrained in who we are. And then we also have grace built within us where we don't need to be perfect. So many of you are totally loving the B minus concept of when we go to do something, let's just go for B minus because the brain doesn't want us to change. It wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and be efficient. So our brain doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to do anything other than status quo. So the B minus is so helpful for all of you and for myself as well, because I try to be the perfect parent. I try to be the perfect wife. I try to keep the house perfectly clean. I tried all the things. I tried to be perfect at managing money. I tried all the things and I was putting so much pressure on myself that I wasn't enjoying any of it because it was so unfun. That's probably not even a word, but it is today. And so this concept of grace versus grit, I've heard about, and it almost, it was one of those moments where I was like, yes, this totally makes sense. And I love this quote that my friend Lorraine sent from a Twitter. And this quote says, you all have been beating yourself up about the mistakes you've made in the past as if you've all been here twice or something. This is your first time living this life. Give yourself some grace as you've learned to navigate through it. You don't know what you don't know till you know better. And that's one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou. She says, do the best you can until you know better. And then this is like so freeing. When you know better, you do better. And that's so true because I remember when I found all this work, I thought, oh my goodness, my kids are three and five. It's too late. I've scarred them for life. They're going to need counseling. I've done so much damage. I've done so much emotional damage. And then I heard that quote. I was like, wait a minute. No, that was all supposed to happen. Because if that had not happened, listen to me very closely. If those five years of stress and struggle had not happened, there would be no podcast. There would be no parenting boot camp. There would be no Lily and I talking on Dr. Trafali's stage. So I never want you to think, well, my kids are too old. Is it too late? I hear that a lot. Is it too late? And most of us, especially the ones who listen to this podcast, are very hard on ourselves. Like we think if we just beat ourselves up enough and we're hard enough on ourselves, that somehow that's gonna motivate us to change and do better and be better. So just know that that's very common and most people that you know in your everyday, they're beating themselves up. It could be from echoes of your mom and dad's voice in your head. You might have echoes of a teacher in your head. You might just have your own echoes of your own thoughts inside of your head and that's okay. Because every human that you run into is doing the same thing. They want to be perfect. They're trying to do their best. And when you know that, then you're like, oh, they're doing their best just like I am. They're trying their best. Even the people that you see and their life is off on a ditch, 
Like, what are you doing? Snap out of it. Get out of the ditch. What are you doing? You're literally ruining your life right in front of us. The reason why they're doing that is because, not because they're awful humans, it's because they're so hard on themselves that they have beat themselves up in such a way that they're doing something to make themselves feel better. And most of the time, they don't know how to feel better, so they just completely check out. They might check out with drugs, alcohol, working too much, whatever it is. Changing is so much scarier because it's the fear of the unknown versus the known, even when the known is awful. We all have those habits and those vices that we're like, why am I keep doing this? This is awful. I don't want to do this anymore. So the grace versus grit I learned from Brad Jensen. And I love the concept because a lot of times we are too hard on ourselves. So we don't take action because we're so hard on ourselves. So we need to give ourselves more grace. My first five years of parenting, I gave myself zero grace. If I forgot something or I didn't do something right or I snapped or I forgot to sign a permission slip or the day that I forgot snack for Lily's soccer, you would have thought that I had left them on the side of a highway by themselves because I beat myself up so much. I didn't even know that you could even give yourself grace. Like the whole, you're trying your best, forget the rest. And I had amazing parents that drilled that into my head for do your best, forget the rest. They didn't care about grades. They didn't care about sports. They didn't care about anything other than me trying my best and forgetting the rest. That was ingrained in my head. So where does this come from? It comes from our brains trying to stop growth and progress and change because it's scary. It wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient. So when you're on to yourself, you're like, oh, I see you, brain. I know what you're doing. I know you're trying to keep me safe. That's very nice of you. Your opinion is noted, and I'm going to continue on anyway. Because a lot of times we want the environment or we want the people or we want the XYZ to be a certain way. Because once it's a certain way, then we can take action. And then we don't take action. Then we beat ourselves up for not taking action. So we're caught in this loop, this never-ending loop where there's no grace. It's just all grit go, 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 do, do, do. And there's no sense of recharging the battery. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to have rest time. It's okay to have downtime without guilt. And when I used to hear that, I was like, are you crazy? How in the world am I gonna have downtime? How in the world am I gonna have rest time? Because I have this to do and this to do and this to do and this to do. So I was so much grit that I was not giving myself any grace, but you don't have to do it all. That's the beauty of it. So you can vacillate between grit and grace in different areas. Sometimes I give myself so much grit that there's not enough grace, or I'll give myself so much grace that there's not enough grit. Within the same category, so to speak, you can do a combination of both, where it doesn't have to be perfect, so you give yourself grace, and then we could probably step it up a little bit and we give ourselves some grit, where we push through. Now, growing up as a soccer player, there was no such thing as grace. If you messed up as a soccer player and playing at the college level, it was intense, bro. It was like three a days. It was all grit, no grace. And sometimes we live our lives in all grace, no grit, or it's like 90-10 instead of 50-50. So I love to use the seven Fs of ULA to kind of take self-inventory of where you're being super hard on yourself and then give yourself grace. And then also do conversely, where are you being too easy on yourself where you could have a little bit more grit? It could be in your parenting. It could be in your fitness. It could be in your finances. It could be with your family within your four walls. It could be in your job. It could be in your faith. Do you need to have more grit or more grace? Do you want to go to church more? Do you want to go to church more as a family? Are you going to church too much? Where you need to pull back a little bit? If church is your thing, what about friends? Do you need to try a little bit harder in that area? Or do you need to give yourself grace because you're in the season right now? Having girls night out isn't really a thing. Or it's a thing you're going to do once a month versus once a week. How about fun? Sometimes we have to have fun on purpose. Because when we get older, we become so serious bogged down with all the things in life, like the bills and the job. And it's like work, work, sleep, 
work, sleep, work, sleep. And it's like this treadmill of life that no one's having any fun. But then we have these kids who all they want to do is have fun. They're like, whoa, I don't want to be a grown up because when I'm a grown up, I'm going to be boring and I'm going to be serious and I'm going to be like that. No, thank you. And sometimes within the same category, you can have grit and grace at the same time and go back and forth and give equal airtime to both. So like when I'm going for runs, I will have the grit to go for the run, but then I'm so hard on myself during the run that it's so miserable and I'm beating myself up as I'm going for the run. So let's say my pace that I like to do is, I wish it was 10. That would be ideal. It used to be seven to eight. Now it's more like between 10 and 12. And so when I'm in the 11 minute or 12 minute arena, so to speak, because I get run keeper chirping in my ear to tell me my pace, I beat myself up so relentlessly that it's not even fun. I'm like, what are you doing? You can speed this up. You can go faster. Stop it. You're such a loser. Why can't you be fast like Samantha? I have two Samanthas in my life who I love and adore and they are so fast. So my brain will say, why can't you be more like them? You're a loser. And I'm literally out in the heat and it's hot and I'm sweating. And then, so I just give equal airtime. Like, listen, listen, be a little kinder. Jeez, relax, chill out on her. It's almost like two conversations having it at once. But then if I go in the 13 to 15 minute range, then I can have a little bit more grit where I can be like, okay, I know we gave yourself grace, but like, let's chill out with the 13 to 15. You're pretty much walking right now. You can step it up and you can be 11 to 13, 11 to 12, 10 to 12. Let's go for that. Okay. Now, if your default setting is 13 to 15, then you can see how you'll give yourself grace that you're so proud of yourself. You're out there, but we all have our set point. We all have that air conditioning setting that we just love. David and I unfortunately cannot agree on the air conditioning setting. And when he goes out of town, our electric bill goes through the roof. Just kidding, David, you're listening. I did get a cooling mat from Sleep Number and it's literally the best thing. I got it last year for my birthday and it's literally the greatest thing ever because we can never agree on what temperature to sleep on. And every night I turn on that bad boy and I don't care what David sets the temperature at now. But we all have that temperature that we love to hang out at. We like to sleep in. The temperature I hang out in the house is different than the temperature I like to sleep in. So we all have that set point, so to speak. So I don't want you to hear my running and say, oh, well, at least you're running or I run 15. Is that bad? No, my set point is different. That's all. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing right. And Samantha's, my Samantha's in my life, they are have a different set point. So if they're going above that, they're going to have some grit and push a little harder to get in their set point. So everyone has a different set point. And that's what's so tricky about Facebook grass or just life in general is because we use other people to measure how we're doing. And they have different set points. It's like copying someone else's paper and a test, but they have different questions. Yeah, you can copy them all you want, but CBAD, if that's what they have in their Scantron, if you put that on yours, you're probably going to get them wrong. So we all have different set points. Most people give themselves too much grit and not enough grace. And then there's other people give themselves too much grace and they're laying on the couch eating bonbons and not doing anything because they're overwhelmed by all the choices and stuck in overwhelm and indecision. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're a bad human. Doesn't mean you're doing life wrong. It means that your brain is doing the brain's job. Remember, it took me two years to even start this podcast because I spun in overwhelm and confusion for two years. That's 365 days times two. So it happens all the time in all different areas. And so you can kind of have that kind of pep talk with yourself when you need to, that you either need to like step it up a little bit or you give yourself grace that when you know better, you do better. You're doing the best you can. You're trying your hardest. And sometimes that's not enough for everybody else. And that's okay too, because sometimes other people's best isn't enough for you. And that's okay. You survive when people don't give you what you think is their best. People are judging you just like you're judging other people and just like you're judging yourself. And that's okay. No one died from being judged. But our life becomes so much more meaningful and more passionate and more purposeful when we're not beating ourselves up 
instead of not giving ourselves any grace because we're too stuck in grit. So take that area that you're beating yourself up the most about. It could be in your parenting. It could be that you're yelling so much. And the reason why you're yelling is because you're being so hard on yourself and so gritty that you're not giving yourself enough grace that you're doing the best you can. And so are your kids. Because when you can give yourself grace, what happens magically is you give your kids grace and then they understand what that's all about. And you're not stuck in overwhelming confusion and beating yourself up. You're like, oh, this is part of the human experience. This morning I was telling Grady, I said, you know, I met with your teacher. We had teacher conferences this week. And she said, because his spelling words are tough, bro. I told you about last week, his spelling words, every week they seem to get tougher and there's 25 of them. So we brought that up in the conference, how he's trying so hard and he's doing really well in the spelling test. It's just a lot of work. And the teacher made a good point. She's like, well, I sent him out on Friday on purpose because then you can take him and study him over the weekend. And then you have just, you know, seven days to study versus we usually start on Monday and then we're not cramming, but we just do a little bit every day. He does it at school. David does some, I do some. And so I said, oh, that's a great idea. So I brought that up to Grady. I said, you know, your spelling words are only getting harder. So why don't we study them over the weekend? He's like, no way, that's insane. Oh my gosh, no way. The weekend is relaxing and chilling. And I go, I feel like you're going straight to red. What's going on? He's like, that's just too much. I just want to wait till Monday. And he was like, way, way pushback. I'm like, whoa. And I said, well, actually your teacher, I didn't get to finish, Mr. Snappyhead. Light and fluffy, PIC, play it cool. Everything's NBD, PIC, NBD, play it cool. No big deal. I was like, well, Snappyhead. And he giggled, kind of got him back in the green. I said, she's made a good point of like, we could just do five on Friday, five on Saturday, five on Sunday. And he's like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. Well, what happened when I mentioned studying them over the weekend, what he heard was 25 words. The alarm bells went off in his head. He's like, that's relaxation. That's when I get to play baseball. That's when I get to play with my friends. We go to church. We go to family dinner. Like, no, you're not touching that with 25 words. But as soon as I finished my sentence and told him what the teacher had completely said, he's like, oh yeah, that's totally doable. I can do that. I'm like, what about eight? He's like, nope, I can do five a day. I'm like, well, then you'll only be at 15 by Monday. He's like, five is better than none. I'm like, deal. So a lot of times when we have something that we want to go after, we make it so big in our brain, just like this podcast. I made it so big in my brain that it was really a way to hide and it was a way to not put myself out there because I remember I was getting ready for a summit conference online. The wonderful lady, Sonali, a lot of you know her, was running it and she said, give me your website and I'll give it to everybody else. I'll announce it when you're speaking. I was like, I don't really have a website. I kind of think I should have one, but I don't really have one. But the idea of a website was so overwhelming. And she's like, well, if you're going to have one, it's pretty good to have. You should probably have one in the next three weeks. And alarm bells went off in my head. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I went straight to action because I knew I needed it by a certain deadline. So I sprung into action, had someone help me. And making a website is, it's so easy to find someone or you can make it on wix.com. Like making of the website, for me, it's hard, but a lot of people, it's very easy. And finding someone is actually very easy. The hard part is once you find that person or you go on Wix, then you have to write copy. You have to put yourself out there. You have to find pictures. You have to make it aesthetically pleasing. You have to have links and the links have to match up and they have to lead someplace. That's the part that's hard. Website, website. But then you have to put yourself out there with pictures and words and text. And I was like, oh, this is what I was hiding from. And I was like, well, I have a website now for this summit. So I'll just spend an overwhelming confusion a little bit longer with the podcast because I don't know what kind of microphone to get. And then once I do record, I don't know how to upload it to like iTunes and all the places. And then I had someone message me and say, you know what? I heard you're thinking about getting a podcast. My company, all you do is talk into a mic and we take care of the rest. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yay. I was so relieved, right? You would think that'd be relief. It was nothing but fear after that. I was like, oh, now I actually have to do the talking. So we think that we get caught in the logistics. It's like people think they need the perfect meal plan or the perfect workout. 
you can have all those perfect things, but then guess what? You have to press play on the workout or go for the run or do the yoga or do the thing. That's the part that's hard, but we spend an overwhelming confusion and beating ourselves up and too much grit that we don't give ourselves enough grace that like, oh, we're going to figure this out. We're going to do this together because how you do one thing is how you do all the things. So once you figure out how to do whatever the thing is, that is that thing, you realize and you catch on to yourself that this is all the brain's doing the brain's job. It likes to spin an overwhelming confusion because if it spins an overwhelming confusion, it doesn't have to go for the run. It doesn't have to press record on the podcast. It doesn't have to write copy for the website. It doesn't have to write that book. It doesn't have to stop yelling at their kids. It just has to keep blaming the kids or blaming the microphone or blaming the thyroid. So once you're onto yourself, you can give yourself grit and you can give yourself grace within the same setting. And you just want to give equal airtime. Like I give myself a lot of grace with what I feed the kids for dinner. And sometimes I give myself a little bit too much grace. And so Lily's like, you know, I feel like we eat the same things every night. I'm like, yeah. And what's the problem with that? Because I love eating the same things every day. I could eat the same thing for like a month straight. My friend Allison is like, that is so gross. Every breakfast, lunch, and dinner is different for her. And so Lily's like, I just feel like we're eating the same thing. I'm like, and what's your problem? What's wrong with that? That's like what we do. She's like, well, I just want to try some new recipes. And I was like, well, if you send me the recipe, I can totally step it up and quote unquote, mix it up in the kitchen a little bit. And she kind of looked at me like, yeah, right. And I was like, are you calling me out? And she's like, well, you're just kind of basic. I'm like, that's kind of true. I said, but I've been doing this whole grit versus grace thing. And I think I'm ready for some more grit in the kitchen. I think I'm ready. So she sends me these recipes and they're from TikTok. Okay. And they're amazing. Oh my goodness. I just made one the other night. So good. But the TikTok, the girl's talking so fast, like it's so easy. I'm like, huh, I need the written instructions. And she's like, oh, you can find them on my Instagram. I go to her Instagram. She has like 7,000 recipes. I don't know how to find that one recipe. So I digress, but that was an example of having more grit in the kitchen where next week I'm going to try teriyaki chicken. This recipe she sent me, the teriyaki chicken glaze. And sounds amazing, looks amazing. Now my friend Allison, who's a registered dietitian, she could do that in her sleep. So maybe she needs to give herself more grace that she cooks two elaborate meals. So you see how everyone's set point is different? Doesn't make her wrong. Doesn't make me wrong. It just means I need to have a little more grit in the kitchen. And maybe her grit versus grace in the kitchen is great. Or maybe she thinks her kids should be having more veggies or more fruits or more variety. She has a different grit versus grace conversation within her head, just like I do. I'm pretty good with the fruits and veggies and nutrients, but basic? Yeah, check. I see Allison, what she cooks, nothing about it is basic. I'm like, wow. She sends recipes every week and I'm like, oh, that's so many ingredients, bro. And I made one the other night, had so many ingredients. And I was like, my brain wanted to spin an overwhelming confusion. I'm like, nope, you're going to keep going. You're going to have grit. You're going to have grit. You can do this. And it was actually very fun and very relaxing. I couldn't believe it. I had so many spices on my counter. I was like, this is amazing. So this is all to say, you have that thing, that area. It could be your marriage. You're afraid to be vulnerable. You need more grit in your marriage. Or you need more grace where you're being so hard on yourself as a parent that you need to give yourself more grace, that you're being too hard on yourself. Could be in your fitness where you're not doing anything, probably a little more grit. Or you're working out six days a week and you have to have a perfect meal plan. You have to do all the things. Give yourself grace. Be minus, baby. So that's why our relationship with ourselves is so important because when we can live in that grit versus grace, then we can give the same gift to our kids and teach them, not by talking to them, but by example and what we model and embody. So go easy on yourself. Give yourself grace if that's what you need. Overall, most people are beating themselves up. So when you know that, your kids are beating themselves up. Your spouse is probably beating him or herself up. So you can give them grace that they're doing the best that they can and you can teach that to them. So the other day, Grady left his lunchbox in my car he always says goodnight. It's like a little joke he has. So he's like, goodnight. I'm like, goodbye. Have a happy day. Be kind to everyone. Shine God's light. So I get a little bit down the street and 
I get a message because sometimes when I'm driving, my phone calls go straight to voicemail. And this is what I heard. Just prepare yourself. It's very, very sweet and sad and like vulnerable. Like this, it screams vulnerability. Okay, listen. Hi, Mom. So, um, I forgot my, um, lunch and I was wondering if you could, uh, ran here. And if not, then I know there's emergency lunch. Okay, thanks. Oh my goodness. Poor Grady. He's sitting at school. He just left it in my car. So it's not like he left it at home. He's never done this before. So we have to look at, is this an event or is this a pattern? It was a complete event and I can hear in his voice and you hear that pause in the middle. That pause in the middle is him trying to regroup and trying to catch his like catch his breath and like not burst out into tears. It's so sweet, so vulnerable. I like literally, but he thought I'd went all the way home and his school is kind of far, like 30 to 40 minutes away. And we chose the school on purpose because it's amazing, but it's 30 to 40 minutes away. So if I'm already home or if I'm, you know, if I have to go all the way home, then all the way back, that's another, I just spent an hour in the car driving him to school and now I'm going to go home and then I have to go back. You get the point. So I think his panic, and he told me later, was that he thought I had to go all the way home and that he didn't realize he left it in my car. So you can hear that he's being super hard on himself. And it was such an easy fix because he called me when I was around the corner. So it was just a U-turn. But boy, did I speed over to that school. And I left a note in his lunchbox. I said, Grady Cakes, we all forget stuff sometimes. Give yourself grace. We love you. Love mom, dad, Maggie, and Lily. I don't know why I put Maggie for Lily. And you can hear it in his voice. But a lot of times the voice that we're talking to ourselves is that voice. Like, why aren't I perfect? Why aren't I working out six days a week? Why aren't I the sweet, loving, amazing mom that I thought I would be? Why aren't I this wonder wife? Why can't I keep this house clean? Why am I such a loser? That was my big sentence all the time. Kelly, you're a loser. I said that to myself over and over and over. I never had any parents or teachers that call me a loser. So where this comes from, I don't know. But that doesn't really matter where it comes from because we think, well, if we had different parents, if I had different teachers, then I wouldn't be calling myself a loser. Or whatever it is that you're saying, I should be more patient. I should be better with my money. I should be going to church more. I should be going to synagogue more. Whatever it is, give yourself grace that you're doing the best that you can. And when you know better, you do better. And then also manage your mind around it because conscious parenting isn't just about the parenting. It's about conscious living in general, where you need to step it up a little bit and then where you need to like be a little nicer to yourself. Because if you had a friend or you had a sister or you had a child and you spoke to that person that you love and adore in the way that you speak to yourself, would you still be friends with them? Would they think, oh, this is the person I want to hang out with? Probably not because of the mind when it's on default settings, it's a jerk. Sorry, brain. It is. And the only reason why it's being a jerk is because it doesn't want you to take action. It doesn't want you to step out of that comfort zone. But when you step out of that comfort zone, you realize that that's where the magic happens and magic does not happen within the same old, same old going on autopilot. So give yourself grit, whatever you need in whatever department. That's why our podcast is plug and play because you can take this information, you can download it into your heart and then export it with grit or grace or a little combination of both in whatever you do. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com and if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me 
which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.